Hey, what's going on, Full Heel Podcast? Welcome back to another episode. We are breaking down UFC 214. I have my guest here, Frankie. What's, what's going, going on, Communist Russia? Oh, shit. Why Communist Russia? I don't know. I was trying to make a play on the whole, like, good morning Vietnam thing. But oh. It was terrible. Just yeah. disregard. All right, cool. Sorry, guys, but hey, thanks for t- tuning in again. Yeah, what's going on, everybody? This is going to be a breakdown for, again, I'm repeating myself, UFC 214. The biggest card of the year. Easily. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. It's fine that I repeat myself. It's that big of a card. It's fine. Yeah. If I don't sound excited, I really am. And big deal. Look, I've been smoking a bunch, so I'm kind of high as a little bit, so whatever. Um, Reaction time is a little lackluster. Mm-hmm. So, a little bit of rumors or news. We'll get it out of the way real quick and then get into some breakdowns. Uh, Brock's back in USADA. Testing. What do you think oh, about that? Right. What the fuck? That the fireworks still. <laughs> in the testing pool, right? Chicago don't know how to be quiet. 23 yet. days later and they're still fucking um, fireworks. And you said it, which is interesting, right? Because you brought up the point that his WWE contract is up too soon, no? Yeah, in 2018, his contract is up, so. And then somebody, I think I was reading something today, that John Jones said he'll fight him, right? Yeah, that, that's what I had attached to the next thing if we didn't bring it up, but good, you brought it up. John Bone Jones, uh, well, I think they asked him in a presser if he would be willing to fight Brock uh, Lesnar, and he said, yeah, he he would like, the, that would be awesome. He's always said he wants to move up to heavyweight. Yeah, oh, yeah, that, that, that would be a plan, and especially... After 214, if he can get by DC again, not if, you know, it's going to be a second time if he beats him. So maybe he fights Gus if he beats DC and then he moves up to heavyweight. He's 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 wanted it before. so Cleans out the division one more time. Yeah, there's really nothing else left. Ozdemir? Maybe if he like, beats, if he wins yeah. this weekend. He's also, who's also fighting this weekend. Yeah. That's going to be a good uh, good fight. Or a good test for him. Manuel, right? That's yeah, it's going to be a Manuel? good. Yeah, it's going to be a good fight. We can get to it in the breakdown. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I don't know what to think about that. I like Brock. I don't know. I don't know if I want him in the UFC or I want to keep him in the WWE. I think it. I mean, and you put on something right before we we went on the air that I think is important. One of the main reasons they may be trying to pull a big name like Brock. Is because they are losing people to Bellator, right? Musasi. Yeah. Who who is I mean, I think Musasi is a big name, right? But because like they said Frank Mir too. But Frank Mir is Frank Mir, right? He's yeah. fucking done. Well he he can win in Bellator. That'll be a good fight between him and like the heavyweights, but who? Fedor? That is Bellator. Like against Mir, he I think Mir wants Fedor. Yeah, you think so? Yeah. I just said that off the cuff, but that's funny. No, I'm pretty sure that's why he's going over there. He's never fought Fedor. He's never had the chance to fight Fedor. He's been in the UFC his whole time. It's a great <laughs> opportunity right now, especially since he's on suspension. Speaking of Brock Lesnar. He's going to come back even older if he did to the UFC. He's already gotten beat up too much. It, it makes sense to to be let go from the UFC and do these dream matches that he wants to finish off. Maybe get some rematches out of the way, fight Fedor, try for the Bellator title, and maybe end it. As Bellator champion, try to go out like that. Maybe that's what he's trying to do. Who knows? Well, yeah. Well, I mean, either way, the the fact that people are, are just, like, I guess, 
switching over to a different promotion, I think, is definitely why they would want to bring somebody like Brock back, you know, bring him back into the fold. I wonder if he would be ready for the November 4th and if... But I would argue, that, I mean, hit the... Who, Madison who Square did, Garden Who Garden. did he beat this last time? Uh, Mark Hunt? When yeah, he, he beat Mark Hunt and then he tested positive. And because at the top of that division, right, we have Stipe, who's the champ, right? Mm-hmm. And then Cain Velasquez? Well, he's scheduled to fight uh, Stipe, isn't he, for 216? Yeah. I'll bring up the rankings real quick. Uh, for heavyweight, whoa, Alistair Overeem's number oh, one. That's right. Stipe Miocic is champion. Verdum, two. Verdum just uh, lost. He just him. lost, yeah. So if Kane's back, he's fighting Stipe. Dos Santos is fighting Engano. Yeah, and Hunt was six, and he beat Hunt. So Lewis is going to come back, but he's coming off of a loss. Could he? Do you see him shaking this up? Who? Like, if Brock comes back? Brock versus Overeem. Makes sense to me. Brock uh, lost to Overeem when he was coming off of his uh, diverticulitis. He so kicked him in the gut. Remember, he match. fucked him up? Yeah. It would be interesting. Oh, right. Yeah, it would be interesting to see if Brock can with withstand the striking this time and actually get him to the ground like he did with Hunt. But Hunt... Didn't have that uh, that target to aim for, so pretty sure Brock wants that one back, and that would put him right in line for the title, because like I said, I'm pretty sure two sixteen is uh, Stipe versus Kane. Kane. That that's what the rumor was. That would be crazy if you think about it, right? Because Brock Lesnar comes back. Uh, John Jones, assuming he wins and then wins another fight or two, could move up. That would be a crazy shake-up shake for the heavyweight division and just UFC in general. Yeah. <clears throat> and it would leave... Uh, With GSP coming back, too? It would leave uh, light heavyweight in way better in way better condition because I don't think DC is going to... If he loses, he retires. There's so. a lot of talk of that, right? Yeah, like commentating and stuff. Yeah, even if he wins, how long does he? How long does he stick around for? If he beats Jones, that that's the kind of what he wants to do. That would solidify him as one of the greatest at heavyweight and light heavyweight. So that would that would leave uh one that would leave two two oh five pretty in pretty good shape if John moves up because well, now you have a lot of uh, competition. What? They say even if he wins, he could retire, no? Who? DC. I would like to see part three of this. Oh, the rematch. You're right. Yeah. Hey, Frankie, talking on the mic more. All right. There you go. I thought I was a little too loud, so I started backing off a little bit. Nah. I can control the volumes, but... All right. That way I don't. Um, let's see. GSP to fight the winner of Woodley Maya. So the interim champ, for the interim champ, right? Cause no, Bis- Bisping, or he did he vacate it? Or no, this is gonna be at one seventy. Yeah, uh, he was gonna fight at one eighty five, and that one scratched. Oh, okay, okay. So this is gonna be Woodley Maya winner. Oh shit! Like whoever wins that, he's getting. Is it he would, fought Maya? Or am I no, uh, Maya fought. Uh, sees whatever forgets, or I don't know if they forget it. Or they just neglect to bring it up. 
Maya fought at 185, and he fought Anderson Silva. He made it all the way to, to the championship. He just Anderson wasn't playing that game. He's like, you're not getting, you're not wrestling me to the ground, and I'm not going down there. So, get up intelligently. And he just beat the fuck out of him standing. <laughs> intelligently, though. Yeah, no, that's 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 what he had to do, and he kept his title. But uh, Dana White was very critical of him because he did it with a tell his ladies fight too. He didn't want to go to the floor because that's where the, that's where these guys were dangerous. So Anderson avoided that. And um, yeah, so GSP gets the winner of Woodley Maya. That, I think that makes more sense than GSP versus uh, Bisping, especially with the intern champion there right now. And he's hurt. You can make Yol versus uh, Bisping. I yeah, want to see that. They got a grudge. I want to see that because talk. of the grudge, yeah. even though this guy's on a... Yeah, on that a, would be entertaining. They finally settle it. Yeah. Because Whitaker's... Uh, he's recovering from... That's right. He's hurt from the yeah. leg. He, his knee, right? He yeah. Did, or his he leg. said he fucked it up on the... Second round immediately. Right when he kicked uh, the knee. <laughs> you, you can see it, too. You know, I remember... It. Check it out, folks. Go back to the fucking... To the, to the tape. Raffle pointed it out. Your humble host here pointed it out on tape. As it happened, he was a little shaky, like off balance for a little bit. Yeah, that's it should crazy. be. It should be in the breakdown. Yeah, we no, did. We did there. a fight companion for it or a fight club. Uh, four new weight classes added to to the commission. So the commission's added four new weight classes now. So these weight classes do not have to be implemented by the organizations. They don't. So I don't know what the hell they're made for. Yeah. Well, I guess they're made crazy. just to be like, hey, look, they're here. So now start making these. Like now you have the options to open up these divisions. Super lightweight, right? Super well, um, yeah, it's super lightweight at one sixty five. Super welterweight at one seventy five. One ninety five is going to be super middleweight, and two twenty five is going to be cruiserweight. But that's 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 above heavyweight, right? Two twenty five? Yeah. No, two sixty five is or oh. two twenty five was the the starting point at heavyweight before okay so now there's going to be a starting point at cruiserweight so heavyweight has a new starting point okay cruiserweight just sounds a lot lighter than heavyweight to me yeah so because of the 225 and above or it would be like 227 and yeah above. right when i think cruiserweight i think a high flying little guys yeah <laughs> well that's because the wwe yeah. is like we got the big monsters and then the cruiserweights are 205 well 205 live those are the that's the cruiserweight division that's the cruiserweight oh, champion man, it's because i forget how much like those guys are just huge, right? Hulking beasts, but that's another conversation. Mad steroids, bro. Yeah. Mad steroids in the WWE. Run ramp- they run rampant, brother. Rampant. Uh, Dos Angeles versus Neil Magny at 215. It's going to be a good fight. That's, that's on this card, too? No, it's going to be on 215. Oh, 215. That's coming yeah. up in September, right? August is kind of quiet as far as... Yeah, because of the... They have a couple cards, but not big cards. I think they're free. But because of the, they canceled the the one, the week before Mayweather McGregor. And Mighty Mouse was supposed to fight in there, but oh, they moved it over and they canceled it completely. Plus, they're coming off of a really impressive like month of fights. This month was crazy. There was a good card every Saturday or Sunday. Yeah. So, uh, we did a fight companion for UFC Big Fox Twenty Five this weekend. Uh, Weidman versus Gaslam. That was the main event. Yeah, it had had very low ratings. I guess one point six three million or some 
bullshit. I, mean, other than, I don't so know what that means. We, we watched just numbers it and we were me. watching it for, for this purpose of, 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 of the show, right? But I, I came in like looking forward to the main event. And, and that was about it. But it was a good card. Were, those were some good fights. Uh, I think it was good. I was pleased. Elkins, Elkins Bermudas was a good fight. Uh, Excuse see. me. What other fights yeah, were there? Up again. I forgot. I forgot. What Elkins did. Uh, I, I think he won a unanimous decision. Uh, Bermudez just didn't do enough. He just didn't have like. But he was still in there. Like he wasn't dominated. But it was still a good back and forth. Yeah. With Elkins coming out victorious. I think it was unanimous. Let me check real no, quick. No, I think that one was split. Yeah, you're right. It was split. Yeah. So it must have been pretty oh, close. Yeah, the Patrick Cummins, uh, John Beyonce fight too. Oh, yeah. Jimmy Rivera. That fight was good. The Jimmy. Rivera so we had the the internet go out, or it was choppy. Yeah. So I started it after I restarted it after that one, but uh, from what we saw, it was good. And um, Cummings came out with the victory, winning the first two rounds, pulling him off strong. And uh, Viante coming on strong in the third and almost getting the knockout. Well, not almost getting the knockout, but landing some good strikes. I feel like... Cummings won, though. Here's my logic. If you're going to do a free fight, and when you do a free fight on a big network, it's got to be for the casual viewer, right? If you want casual viewers to catch on, you need a bigger card, no? Yeah, well, uh, I mean, a lot to, of people you, said to, that this card wasn't that stacked, like name-wise. Name and Gastelum was like, all right, cool. Right, Gastelum's got something to prove. Weidman's coming off three straight losses, like... This is entertaining. Dude, but I love I love watching <laughs> fights, but why don't you have Mighty Mouse on here? <laughs> like I know he was supposed to fight in August. Why couldn't you just Move it up. have him fight in July yeah. on Fox? You knew who you knew you were going to be on Fox. Mighty Mouse necessarily doesn't draw as much as you guys wanted, I guess. But on Fox, he would have been fine because he's not a pay per view draw. Yeah, and it's a big name. You know? Imagine having Gaslam and uh, Weidman as the co-main event. To Mighty Mouse, Mighty Mouse Borg. But again, when you have Dana White butthurt about the decisions that Mighty Mouse made about not wanting to fight TJ, yeah, this, that's what you get. You get the Fox Twenty Five. Yeah, you get Fox Twenty Five. That isn't that great. So I mean, I feel like the ratings make sense. The fact that the ratings are saying the way they are kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. So I mean, if anything. Next time you're going to put a free fight on Big Fox, <laughs> make it come correct and make it a good one, you know, and hope for the best. Hope that nobody yeah. gets hurt. For like someone like me that watches fights all the time, I recognize almost all the names. But that's because I used to bet, so I used to have to know who everyone was. I used to watch all their fights. I used to keep track of the numbers. Eventually, I stopped betting and I stopped keeping track of the numbers because I wasn't enjoying it. I was more nervous than anything about the fights yeah. my hand my palms would get all sweaty and what's on st- i would get nervous stake? yeah because of what was at stake and i was doing parlays like i was doing parlays and i would get like six out of seven four out of five it would it was always one that i would miss one off right and i would just got nigeria yeah i'm just done oh dude that was a crazy one that was a stupid bet though i almost got it for no reason so let me ask you this couldn't they have realistically rescheduled the Cowboy Lawler fight for this? Two so already super stacked. Like I mean, I'm I'm excited because that's yeah. an added bonus. But so here's the story with Cowboy. Staph he, infection. He picked up a bike, and it burned him. Like he got a burn from it, and then he went to go work out, but the burn was on his knee, 
and he got a staph infection that he didn't go get checked out right away. He just kept on going, and he got MRSA in it. And like he, like a two or two or three days later, I guess it was feeling like really swollen and like really sore and tender, and like it was hurting him actually. So they made him. He he had to go, and uh, they gave him an IV, and they're like, "Hey, dude, you're fighting like within this time. You can't." Have an IV and fight within this time. So oh, okay. Dana's like, all right, well, I'm on with the fight. All right. And I don't know if it's still the time restraint that if he fought and he had the IV within that time, I don't think he would be able to fight. Or maybe he still had the staph infection in him. But I think it, do, I think it was due to the staph infection itself that he wasn't able to fight till this right. weekend. Or are they just being selfish and making people fight? Or not selfish, greedy, and making people pay for the good fights, like 214. Well, it would it would have made sense <clears throat> to put him on Big Fox. If you want to get viewers for Fox and keep on Fox, unless they're thinking of jumping the ESPN after their contract is up. When is it up? I'm not sure. I am not sure about that. Good question. Early 20, I want to say I read like 2021 or something. Damn, so they still have, what, three years? Or it might even be as early as 2019. Four I'm years? Not sure. We need Jamie. But <laughs> yeah, we need Jamie. That might be wrong. <sighs> but, no, yeah, I, I mean, I feel like, I mean, as, as again, you said, as people who are a little more invested and, and, and watch this a little bit more, I definitely feel... I feel like they made up for it <laughs> with what we're going, what's going on this week. Oh, and yeah. what happened the two weeks before, the last mm-hmm. two weeks... You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it was. I don't want to say you can. Is it possible to oversaturate and be like too many good fights? You know, like they, they kind of almost kind of had to spread it out because International Fight Week, right? And then we had uh, the, the Calvillo fight against the, the whole Poncinibio thing. Last mm-hmm. it, like, it was a, there was a lot going on this month. So, I mean, could you really expect it to be consistently great when there was so much going on? I enjoy this stuff. I, I maybe I'm not a that I much so of a. Compl- I I like complaining, but you know I complain when it's due, not just to complain. And I feel like a lot of people just complain to complain. <laughs> hey, at least we don't have to pay a hundred dollars like that fucking sham circus of the. Oh uh, yeah, I'm gonna pay a hundred dollars for it. What are they it. calling it? McGregor fight. Are you coming over for that? Well, yeah, obviously. But it's gonna be split up. Doesn't you mean know. I'm happy about it. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll split it up. I'll try to get more people here than just a regular. It's still a robbery. Pay per view. Yeah. It's a robbery. Nah, I want to see this. I want to see how good uh. How good McGregor's worked on his boxing. I want to see how well he does. Boxing. If he adapts, if it's, if he can change, if he can adapt to Mayweather's style, he's not gonna win. All right. I just want to see how no he way. does, because he's bringing that back over to MMA, and it's gonna be interesting to see how he does it. But in MMA. Pauli uh, Malagiani or whatever. Malinaji. Malinaji, sorry. He says that he feels like connor has got some power behind those punches. Mm-hmm. He said not like crazy power, but yeah, there's you know, power he's, there. he's got some zip. Yeah. Right, so. Is this just hype? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, does this need any more hype, fucking Pauli? No, this doesn't need any Malinaji more. works for Showtime, so. Yeah, right. <laughs> he just recently retired, no? Yeah, to become a commentator. Maybe like two years ago. Yeah. Which is recent. So, um a little back to the Big Fox one, the last one we did for the Sorry. fight club. Rivera versus Almeida was a badass fight it though. Was. It was a good fight. They both played. And I called strikes. it, dude. Yeah, I it, 
the breakdown what did i say yeah dude i don't know why that that one uploaded and you can't play it but you can play it in certain applications it's weird Oh shit! That that one that we did the breakdown, me and you did right oh, before the breakdown before this, yeah. Yeah, the yeah. one for uh, Big Fox Twenty Five yeah, Weidman versus uh, Gaslam. Remember yeah. what I was saying? I'm He's like keys to victory. Stand-up. Yeah, he needs to work his stand up. Use it, use it to take out uh, Weidman. Use his foot movement and land uh, and land that shot. And he did land the shot. And I'm like, well, the keys to victory for Weidman. I did pick Gas. I did pick Gaslam to win, but I did have the keys to victory for each one. Yeah, how they were how they were going with it. And and I think they both did stick to their guns, as mm-hmm. they say, right? Like they, yeah, they both executed it pretty well. Yeah, I'm like, why needs to use his size? He needs to take him down and use his black belt and BJJ because that's the only place where I see that he's better. Because I think this guy had better cardio, better stand up. Wrestling was probably going to be equal. Plus, he was bigger. Yeah, the only thing I thought Weidman had better BJJ, and it was going to help him keep him down because of the size with BJJ and wrestling. And then, it can, and then, whoosh, and then he took him up. Uh, Weidman could have won that fight if they if he would have if the first round would have been a little longer. It was Did you even guess him? Right? Did I say Weidman? Yeah, you said yeah, Weidman. Yeah, right? him could. Him. Yeah, he dropped them. And then he started working him on the floor. And then the, it was like it, it all happened within like the last 15 seconds of the round. So, yeah. And then I had the keys to victory for Almeida and this guy too. I, this guy needed to stifle this guy striking with forward pressure to try to get his takedowns. And Alme- Almeida needed, was trying to land his bomb. Yeah. Almeida was trying to find a shot the whole time. But uh, Almeida was the better striker. So Rivera... Did what he had to do, and Almeida was predictable, and that's well. Almeida still put on a good fight, though. It was still a good fight. Yeah. I don't know if it was fight of the night. I don't usually keep track of that stuff. No, or like the bonuses. Yeah, I usually I should, I guess, to let people know. But the there's a lot of these other podcasts let people know. <laughs> I'm more just trying to break the, break it down and give the keys keys my keys to victory. Full heel podcast keys to victory, which I'll give them right now from. For these fights. But yeah, unfortunately, we missed most of the Cummings Beyonce fight. Yeah. I think we missed the last round. Right, yeah. And, and yeah, we. we and like, a little bit of the second. We had called it. We well, we were watching. We had all called it Beyonce so far. Yeah, and he, he wound up losing. It was split, though, wasn't it? Was it was split, yeah, so. Did see Cummings pretty bloodied up. Mm-hmm. But I guess he, he stood his ground pretty well. All right, I guess we can get to breaking down uh, 214 real quick. 214, easily the, the best-looking card. Still 48 hours away, so I'm crossing my fingers, knocking on wood, hoping nothing happens. But John Jones versus DC2. How long has it been since we've had a card that hasn't, like, uh, not had something happen on it's it? It's been a while, man, a really, really long time since there been, hasn't been, like, some sort of injury or disqualification. Bullshit, man. Bullshit. Or suspension. That Amanda Nunes shit had me pissed. <laughs> Suppose it's her sinuses were acting up. Yeah, yeah. So she couldn't fight Valentino. I'm going to be kind of pissed if she beats Valentino now. Mm-hmm. I more look I more look at the last five because that's the one that we do five cl- or fight clubs for. Or fight companions. But uh, this one has a lot. So we can start at the bottom and just give like quick predictions. I don't have to give the keys to victory to those because I didn't really break those down. It's a lot of fights. It's like twelve fights. Yeah. But they're they're 
top to bottom, they're good fights. Uh, Joshua Berkman versus Drew Dauber. I don't, I don't know who that is. <laughs> but uh, Berkman, um, he's had he's had a tough time in the UFC. Twenty-five and 15, 29 and fifteen. But uh, he's a he's a good, well-rounded fighter. He's got good strikes. He's coming off a losing streak. Right Holy now. shit, dude! He's he's had a tough time in the UFC. Never mind. Oh, he was in World Series of Fighting before. That that's where I think he was having a good time. Oh, okay, yeah. And you know what it was? It was the win over um, John Fitch. John Fitch. Yep. And then that's what that's why he's been in the UFC this long. And then, yeah, he has, he's got, like, one win in the UFC. I shouldn't laugh, right, because this shit is hard. I think he but. beat I think he beat Hector Lombard, too. But that was a no contest. Hector no. Lombard might have tested positive. Yep, overturned by NAC. Yeah. Dong Young Kim beat him. Dude, he's been finished a couple of times. Yeah, he's had a tough run in the UFC. North-South choke. Later wow. in his career, though, like, um, see him versus Paul Felder. Uh, decision, I could see that going to decision. But Zach uh, Otto, split decision. And then Michael Prezeras, he got submitted, yeah, north-south yeah. choke. Yeah, I don't first know. First round. Yeah. It's kind of bad, man. And I, I guess I just like Berkman. I like his fighting style. And um, he's got a little bit more experience than Dober. Yeah, but if he loses, he's out. But it looks like Do- Dober or Dauber or whatever has had a tough time, too. 17 and 8. Yeah. Yep. Has he been in the UFC th- very long? I don't think so. Or, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, it looks like he's had a better run, though, than... Uh, he's been in the UFC for, like, three years. Yeah. He's had a better run than Berkman. Not too much greater of a run. He's beat Varner. He's beat Scott Holtzman. Jason Gonzalez. He lost to Frank Escadero. Nick Hines beat him. Sean Spencer's beat him. Yeah, he's had a better run than uh, than Berkman, but I think Berkman's had a tougher tougher opponents. I think at a higher division. Yeah. Yeah, Berkman's uh, dropped down from 170. This is a make or break for, for Berkman. So I'm going to go off what you're saying and the fact that I feel like he'll be conscious of the fact that he can't lose another fourth fight, you know? Yeah. This is this is a big fight for him. He he needs to step it up this one because he has faced a better competition. Look, he's faced Hector Patrick Cote. Hector Lombard, Patrick Cote, Dan Young Kim, KJ Nunes, Paul Felder, John Fitch. Like he's faced really good competition. And come out victorious against some of them. I know he's had some losses against them, but Yeah. Still, I hope, I hope he doesn't do a Travis Brown and and just go down. <laughs> go down. <laughs> the people's warrior. Oh, poor Travis Brown. We'll skip that one. And then uh, Caitlin Curran versus. I guess we could skip that one too. Caitlin's had a kind of a rough time in the UFC. Andre Feely versus. Did they change Feely's opponent? Yep. Who was it? his? It was Choi, wasn't it? Uh, it's Calvin Catter now, right? But it was Choi? Uh, I have to check my Yeah, Choi's not on this card anymore. That sucks. 
Yeah, I think that was early on. Oh, fuck. My fault. Just closed my window here. Where I yeah, this guy's 16 and 2. Um, Calvin Catter, the Boston finisher. 16 and 2. This is his debut in the UFC against Feely. Philly's had a good run in the UFC. So, it's going to be interesting how this guy's going to do in his debut. Looks like he's a striker. Look, he's coming in with uh, kickboxing. Shit, recently lost to Yair, but Yair is... Unloving. Yeah, he's, he's up and coming. You can't put him against Frankie, dude. That was too soon. <laughs> Who did that? They did that to him? Oh, to Yair? Yeah, yeah to Yair. Yeah, so Felix only lost to Halloway, Gudofredo Castro, and Yair. He hasn't had some name. He hasn't had some name victories in the UFC, but under his under his belt. But this guy's debuting, so it's gonna be interesting to see. With a little bit of experience. Yeah, how this one plays out. I got Felix just due to he has more experience in the UFC. And he's got good striking, which allow him to get to the ground if he gets in trouble standing. Uh, Brian Ortega, do you know who that guy is, Triangle City? No, but he's 11-0. Dude, if you guys don't know who Brian Ortega is, check that guy out. If you guys like uh, jiu-jitsu, oh my god, he trains with the, the Gracies. <laughs> he said Triangle City? Yeah, that's his, that's his nickname. Really? He's got a crazy backstory, too, of like how he was... Uh, Really troubled uh, youth, getting into trouble all the time, expelled, going from school to school, getting in trouble, and then he finds jujitsu and uh, falls in love and changes his life and turns around and now he's here. He's a young dude, and uh, it's a great story. They're trying to get it more and more out there. He was on the big round breakdown. Yep. Sorry, this is late, but yeah, uh, Choi was expected to fight Feely. But pulled out June fourteenth due to injury. Oh shit! Henan Barrow and uh, Sterling are on here. I didn't even know about that. Yeah, right. I, I heard you mention it, but I didn't even know it was on here. Yeah, right. Because you confused uh, Barrow with yeah. uh, Dos Anjos. Dude, that this is gonna be a good fight too. Barrow moving up, and this is uh, what one forty-five. Yeah. One. Yeah, it. I think it's one fifty-five. No. No. Barrow used to be at one thirty-five. At Dominic Cruz's weight. And he moved up to 145. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're yeah. Right. So, Sterling's been trying to prove himself. He lost to Caraway, and he's been trying to climb back up. And Barrow's trying to prove himself at this division because he moved up. Since losing the title and losing again to TJ. Forgot who else he lost to, but he had to move up. Oh, shit. This fight is actually at a catch weight. What? A catch weight of 140 pounds. Why? I don't know. But this is what it's telling me now. It's a catch weight. Okay. Burrell probably couldn't make weight. Yeah, I don't have any up-to-the-date information on that. Just other than it's at 140. And uh, next one. Yeah, that's because that's what I read. I could have sworn that I read that Burrell was at 155. So that wouldn't make sense. Yeah. All right. Jason Knight versus Ricardo Lamas. So Jason Knight, they call him Hick Diaz because he fights like Nick Diaz, apparently. He's got really good scrambles on the floor, and he's all in in the stand-up. 
He'll come at you like a spider with, monkey. I'm going to go with the hometown boy, Ricardo Lamas. Ricardo Chicago. Lamas is a really good fighter, dude. He's from Chicago, too. And he's, he's fought really good competition. This is a step up for Jason Knight, though. Don't get it twisted. Lamas ain't no slouch. No, he has no. some losses, but against names. This is at featherweight. Yeah, this is at 145. So Lamas is 17 and 5. And his losses are to Halloway, Mendez, and Aldo. <laughs> Castillo and Alcantara. All f champions or former champions. Well, except for Cantara and Danny Castillo. Castillo's good, though. He's got some heavy hands. He beat Cub Swanson. Yep. Charles Oliveira, he beat, he beat Charles Oliveira, too. He beat Diego Sanchez. Dennis Bermudez. Eric Koch. Yeah. Lamas has got some good victories. But, you know, he just hasn't won the championship. Couldn't do it. He couldn't get Aldo. The bully, Ricardo Lamas. <sighs> I don't know too much about Jason Knight. That one's going to be interesting. But I'd probably have to pick Lamas. Just because I know more about him. And I think it's a step up in competition for Jason Knight. Jimmy Manoa versus Volkan Ozdemir. So it's funny, I did the picks and I circled who my picks were. And you're like, hey, dude, you didn't circle who your yeah. picks were for. Yeah, I was like, did you forget that one? Yeah, I'm like, the thing is, I don't know. I was actually more concerned. I was like, did you not circle it because they canceled it? I was oh, like, oh, no. God, no, did somebody get hurt? I just don't know who to pick just because I haven't seen enough of. Ozdemir? Ozdemir, and this guy has really good striking. I, I mean, you never want to call these kind of things. Ozdemir is coming off his first three fights in the UFC. And if I'm, I might be wrong, but I don't think any of them have come out of the first round. I think he fight he fought uh OSP. Yeah, he fought OSP to decision, wasn't it? And then he beat uh his last opponent was a pretty good uh his last opponent was no slouch either. That guy was proving himself too, but everyone oh, had, uh, he had Sirkinov. He yeah, Sirkinov had some big hype behind him. Yeah. So he beat St. Prue, split decision. Dude there's only a third fight in the UFC. But uh, he he knocked out Sirkinov in 28 seconds. So this is why I, I don't know, man. Like, it, it's an impressive win over OSP, and then the knockout over Sirkinov is impressive too. But Jimmy Manoa has some really good striking. Yeah. He's a very technical striker. The thing that limits him from moving forward is his grappling. That You have the upper echelon that are grapplers. Or you had and you had uh, Anthony Johnson knocking him out. Rumble. Yeah, you had Rumble knocking him out. But the other guys can wrestle and can take him down to the ground and keep him there if they wanted to. He's got really good striking, but like I said, he doesn't have the grappling. Right. I don't know if Ozdemir has the grappling. I have no I think I, I've only ever seen him standing. Yeah, so I don't know. I want to buy into the hype train, but... I also think Jimmy Manoa is really good. Jim so I'm going with Jimmy Manoa. Jimmy Manoa checks him real quick. Probably even by decision. He might just outstrike <clears throat> him the whole time. But he's got heavy hands though, so we'll see we'll see how it goes down. I want I'm interested to see this fight, but I think I got Jimmy Manoa. Well look, he's he's seventeen and two. Like his losses are to Anthony Johnson and Gustafson, I think. Yeah. Gustafson. Yeah, Anthony Johnson and Gustafson. Rumble. Rumble destroyed people before he decided to stop playing his game against DC. Yeah, twice. he's beat Blackowitz. 
Jim Amo. He doesn't have a lot of big names on his resume. A lot of wins, though. <laughs> a lot of wins. He just doesn't have a lot of big names on his resume. And the big names that he has fought, he's gotten beat by. And viciously. TKO knees and TKO punches. Or KO punches by Johnson. So, But th those two guys are like elite in this division. Yeah, th those are the top of the top. Like, th Gustafson almost beat Jones for the title. and He gave DC a yeah. stern test. And stern uh, test. Johnson fought for the title twice. So... Beating beating one of those guys would have thrown him in for the title fight, definitely. But like I said, I, I haven't seen too much of Ozdemir. Small sample size. Yeah, and I don't know if I'm I'm gonna buy into the hype right away. Nah. Manuel wants to make a move in this division too. He's like the only other one that can. I feel like, other than the ones we just. But like you said, even then too, he's very limited, right? Yeah. <laughs> Well, like that—that's why he's been beaten before. The other guys just grapple him, and yeah. they don't straight up box with him or straight up kickbox with him, so he gets beat. And then uh, Robbie Lawler versus Donald Cerrone. I didn't review this fight as much as I should have. Once again, this one has been rescheduled from uh, <laughs> a lot earlier in the month, right? The first card in the from yeah, a bunch of times. Two thirteen, possibly. Mm -hmm. Couple times, right? Oh yeah, because Lawler needed some more time off after his last yeah. loss. Yeah, and then they scheduled it, and then it got rescheduled because of this guy's burning staff infection. So it all depends to me on, or not. I, I don't know. It doesn't even depend on this, but I want to see what kind of Donald Cerrone we get. Because I think I think Robert Robbie Lawler wins no matter what. I think he's the tougher of the guy, and I think he's going to endure more pain. And I don't think Cowboy knocks him out. No. McDonald didn't knock him out. Hendricks didn't knock him out. It's really hard to knock out Robbie Lawler. Condi didn't knock him out. Yeah. It's going to be really hard, especially with this much time off and this much time off to recover. I don't think he's going to go in there to get knocked out. So You know who did knock Robbie Lawler mm -hmm. out, though? Tyron Woodley. Yeah, Tyron Woodley. So, I think, um, I think Robbie Lawler stops him in the third. Stops him in the third. No yeah. decision. He's tougher. I think he's tougher, and I think it's just going to get to... He outlasts him. Yeah, I think it's just going to get to the Cowboy. I'm sorry to say, but I think that's how it's going to go. And yeah. I love Cowboy, but... Robbie Lawler has is, is been in some of the most intense fights vicious. I've ever seen. Vicious. And yeah. the thing is, when it, when the heat is put on Cowboy, it's too much for him. I'm sorry to say, dude, but it it, it does happen. He's been hurt to the body a lot. Yep. And Robbie fights. Lawler mixes it up really well. He'll go top. He'll go one, two, body kick, and a hard body kick, and it's fast. Not only, I mean, and then Lawler can like dish viciously, but he can mm -hmm. take a and yeah, he'll two. take he'll take one, and he'll give you he'll give you two. That's the thing. He comes with combos. He's not coming with just one. Robbie's out for blood too. I think he TKOs this guy in the second TKO. and the third. I can, I'm going to piggyback off that. <laughs> but I agree, man. Robbie's a monster. He's like a little Wolverine. He's just going to get in there and just go at him. The Lawler versus Condit fight is still one of the best ones in, in, yeah, in recent memory. Yeah, still one of my favorites. I think still my favorite is uh, Gustafson versus Jones. Right. 
That one's an epic fight. Oh, my fight. God. I mean, I'm saying a lot has happened since Condit Lawler. It's been almost, what, two years? Almost two years, but still. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if he can fight like that, sorry, Cowboy. Cowboy's kind of on a little a little. Scared. I like Cowboy. I like him so a lot. I always did, too, man. And I think he fits well at this division. He's long and lanky, and he just puts on a little bit of muscle. He doesn't have to drain himself. He keeps uh, some of the weight on. He fits right right in at this division. But I don't think he gets to Robbie Lawler. It's going to be hard. It's going to be hard to put out Robbie Lawler. I don't think anyone does it like without power. Like Woodley. Ruthless. Yeah. Woodley had the power to put him out. So I got uh, I got Robbie Lawler. Yeah. Speaking of ruthless, vicious fights, the next one is going to be, I think, is going to be brutal. As brutal as a women's fight can get, man. We know... About Cyborg. We know what she brings to the table. Tanya Evinger just vacated the championship, didn't she? Yeah, and Invicta. Invicta. 135. And she's nasty, too, dude. I didn't know a lot about her, but the the last couple, like, I saw clips. I've been, like, watching Mm -hmm. the last, in depth, these last three fights, the three that we're about to talk about. And she is nasty, dude. She's she's a grinder. She's on top of you and... Ground and pound. Her yeah. ground and pound is excellent. She gets you in the clinch, and she's dirty boxing, uppercutting you, getting you off your game, so she can face. get you to the ground. Yeah, I like, can't, dude. I was taking her back to how many times I saw her just dr- drive her shin into somebody's head. Mm-hmm. You know, like stay down. You know, she was vicious. Yeah, she's me. she's a little vicious, uh, but she's going against someone that's a fucking destroyer. Yeah. She's I'm an eater of worlds. <laughs> She inherited that name for a reason, not just because yeah. she was with some guy named Cyborg. She is built like a freaking cyborg. Dude, she's bigger than a lot of these guys that she, like, she stands next to them pictures that you're like, holy shit. And, and I think she's bigger than Vanderlei, dude. Her striking is incredible. I don't know how she makes 145. And she can't not, be bigger than Vanderlei. Everything I saw that she does and one thing that she does really well is just her movement. And she gets people against the fence and they're helpless. These girls are helpless. Cyborg gets them pinned up against the fence and then just has her way with them. Dude, she makes Dominic Cruz look really small. <laughs> I've seen pictures. Dude, I, she's crazy looking, man. She's Cyborg is appropriate. I think it's very fitting. She's in. a big girl. And very, very skilled in the stand-up for MMA. right hand. Because she's, put, she's been put in her place in, uh, in kickbooks. I would aim it down, Franks. Good to know. But yeah, um, she's got really, really good striking for MMA. Very, very uh, <laughs> powerful strikes. I think she's going to knock out Avenger. As much as this girl is a grinder. <laughs> she's got to get her to the ground first. Yeah, and I don't think she, I don't think she can. And if she does, she's not keeping her there. And Cyborg, I'm pretty sure she's a black belt, too, in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. It's just we've never seen it because she goes in there and just destroys these, these girls. Recently, she's she's kind of held back a little bit more, but it's still vicious, dude. Like, it's just she's oh, not man. all in. It's Her- like she's more held back. It's more combos out, combos out, instead of ba 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 Now it's one, two, three, out. One, two, three, Devastating, out. dude. Yeah. Her, 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 what is it? Her, how many fights? This is going to be her third UFC fight or fourth? Second? Cyborg? No, her two UFC. I think it's two. The two before she. The two yeah, 140. 
were crazy. The the way she picked those girls apart was devastating. Yeah, she's had two UFC fights oh, yeah. in the restaurant. Leslie Victor. Smith, Leslie Smith is uh, as tough as they come. She blew up her ear. Oh, my she punched God. her in the ear and it blew up. Look okay, at both TKOs by punches, man. I mean, what else is there to be said? Yeah, she's destroyed these girls. They've been fucking slaughter for Cyborg. So I got Cyborg. Clearly, we got yeah. Cyborg uh, by destruction. I feel like they have a. Like you said, the very similar styles in, in that like Avenger can stand up and throw some hands too, but not like Cyborg. And just she's so much more physically imposing. Like it's not just that she's big, like because we all know like, as you've always pointed out, it, it's like it comes with technique too, right? And you can just see the torque and just the the force behind She knows how to punches. hit. She, she knows throws. how to hit. Oh my god, it's just vicious. I uh, feel like I cyborg would whoop my ass. I'll admit, I admit it, hundred percent. People in the arena could hear that up there, man. When I'm sure when she makes contact yeah. with those fists. And I weigh like two forty, dude. And cyborg would probably whoop my ass. Because even if we got it to the floor, I've been choked out by dudes that are one forty. Like no, and, and nowhere near her skill level in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. And and it's like you said, she's taking she, she's beginning to develop a more measured. Approach. Oh yeah, she's very measured with her striking now. She'll just she's right. gonna pick you apart uh, opposed to gassing out. Well yeah, the Leslie Smith fight, she like you said, she was mm-hmm. like Sonic in there. She yeah, boom 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 boom. Her next fight was much more like you said, like picking her spots. Like and she's become more. To, she's become measured, and yeah. that that you can attribute that to her striking coach. I forget who he is. Um, Mark. Excellent head. Mark movement. Henry. Excellent head movement. I'm not sure if it's Mark Henry. Might be. But yeah, I think yeah, without question, <laughs> Cyborg takes this. I think it's and again, I mean, obvious punches. It's just a matter of when. What round do you give it to? Like, what round do you think it goes to? So, Cyborg also was a former Invicta champion, right? Yeah, so they were going to have uh, the one, the girl, uh, Megan Anderson. Yeah. The one that picked up the title after this girl left, Cyborg left. They're going to have her fight, but there's personal issues right. with her. So that's why okay. the 135 girl in, dropped her title. And now it's a super fight that no one's talking about. This is a super fight. So wait, uh, Avengers moving up in weight then? Yep. And what? <laughs> I knew that would happen. <laughs> but what was the controversy? I heard why, why did she vacate the other belt? Because uh, well, cause she was leaving the promotion, obviously, right? Uh, who? Uh, Avenger. Avenger, yeah. You need a new champion for Invicta. So she had to drop the title. And uh, it's more of a farm system for the UFC because they promote on five, five pass. You guys, should come, you guys should come over more and you got free time so we can just watch fights. And WWE stuff. I've been doing that a lot more. Just been throwing on random stuff in the background. Mark Henry, trader extraordinaire. Mark Henry has. I'm, I'm not it, sure. It, it, can it possibly be the same one? There's no way, right? What? <laughs> no, Mark. I guess I was wrong. Mark Henry's the powerlifter. Christian. Or the strength and conditioning coach, not the powerlifter. Yeah, right, strength and conditioning. She is fighting with her trainer is some dude named Rudimar Fadrigo. She's fighting with Shootbox Academy.
What are you talking about, Frankie? I don't know what I'm talking about. You're talking about Cyborg, right? There we go. I was way off. Mark, Hen- Mark Henry, I think, is the strength and conditioning coach. Not not even for Cyborg. It's Jason Perillo, which recently worked with Tito Ortiz. Didn't, we didn't even get to see that. When Tito beat Chael? That was his last fight, right? He, yeah, he retired. Yeah, remember he? It was a weird choke. He's worked with BJ. Yeah, he's worked with Tito recently. Um, Chop speaks very highly of him. He's a very good trainer, very good striking coach. Yeah, look, he trains with Bisbing. He's helped out Bisbing. Okay, now I know who he is. He put the name to the to the face. I've seen that guy in a lot of interviews. I'm just remembering these names. Yeah, so Cyborg. I don't know what the betting odds are, but no, I mean they're ridiculously <laughs> in favor yeah. of. So I had to bring that up real quick. I, I usually I don't go by odds because. So the odds makers are going to put money on to to even it out to have people bet. So if you want to go by odds, go ahead. But that's a different game. The, I'm breaking it down by the keys of victory and shit like that. I used to bet, but Cyborg is winning. It's not my show. You I think, want. I like. You think she makes it a quick thing? No, right. First round? Yeah, because I, I think, think she does. I think she does in the first round. You think so? Yeah. So I mean, like you said, we're take, she's been taking a more measured approach. Mm-hmm. She's taking her time. She's still got a lot of power behind those punches, which is really, really important. But also, I feel like if anybody can, this Tanya Evinger, like you said, she's a grinder. She could probably take a couple <laughs> decent shots before she she calls it. You know? Yeah. I think. I don't know. I could see this one going two two and a half rounds. No, not two and a half. One, one and a half to two rounds. I could see it going into the second. Yeah. If this girl can get a hold of her, if she gets... Well, even if she can get a hold of her, but if she gets hurt and gets a hold of her and stops her from knocking her out... <laughs> it could get scary real quick. Yeah. Devastating. Yeah, so Cyborg. 17-1, and one, dude. Yeah. Well, she's just gonna she's going to claim her title. This should have been a title. She yeah. just couldn't fight. The technicality. Yeah. Co-main event. Tyron Woodley versus uh, Damon Maya. What are your thoughts on this one? Uh, just a little background. I've been messaging Tron here all week about this because after like really looking at the tape, like I don't know. So here's how I feel about it. I, I don't by any means necessarily feel that Damian Maya is a one-dimensional fighter. I just feel like Woodley brings so much more to this fight. Uh, so I've seen Woodley fight, and I was here for for the Wonder Boy fight. But after watching his uh, clips from his last couple fights, I was dude. His power, the he's he's got some nasty power. It's mm-hmm. I mean it's mostly his right hand, you know, but that right hand is nasty, nasty. And like he's a he's a good wrestler. So and his takedown defense is the best ever. In his, yeah, it's like ninety three or ninety seven. The best ever. Which I think you brought up a good point, and Maya has has wrestled and and thrown down and been on the ground with much bigger or not much bigger but bigger bodies, right? Guys who are bigger than Woodley, so that should definitely help him out, in in, in kind of balancing out his his spectacular takedown defense rate. But I think there's a lot of little nuances, and 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 
I was watching specifically not just like the grappling and how he's like very cobra like but no yeah he is very cobra like those triangles his his abductor muscles like it's crazy how he can once he wraps around you and how he can work at you right just damian maya wrapped around you really really strong and like pounding your head just looking for an opening to get like you know the guillotine Mm -hmm. whatever but the other thing too is he was really good at grabbing like your wrists right like controlling those points so that like oh i gotta force and 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 fight wrist now and then boom there's an opening like you said he's he's almost like chess like with it like he's good at he he knows your base he knows where you're trying to plant he knows where you're trying to push off of and he's taking that away from you right so you can't use it and you're stuck and you're stuck thinking while he's doing he forces you into making a mistake he almost like coaxes you oh yeah you He's know, like, hey, do this. Like, uh-huh. you know how, like, the spider, like, sets, makes a web, right? And knows yeah. full well that something's going to get stuck in it. Yeah. Boom. Just like that. So, I, I went back and I watched the Shields. Uh, Jake Shields. Versus Woodley. Woodley stopped a ton of those takedowns. Dude, all of them. Mm-hmm. Dude, no. Here's the thing. I, I know exactly why this fight is important. Because it was it was 100% takedown defense. It wasn't. You said most of mm-hmm. them. Jake Shields came in 18. Yeah. You can quote me on this. He tried to take him down 18 times, and Woodley stopped all 18, 18 takedowns. So here's going to be my breakdown of how the fight. All of them. It's going to go down for either one of them. Um, Woodley stopped a bunch of these takedowns, but if you noticed, in the beginning of the fight, uh, Shields lands like a uh, little body, or not body kicks, little leg kicks, little lead leg kicks to Woodley, kind of coaxing him into striking. Like, hey, I'm outpointing you. I'm winning the fight, so come at me. And I know your only style of attack is boom. So you're going to come with body kicks, head kicks, big punches, big committing blows. Yeah. While I'm landing little pitter patters. Pop, pop. Little 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 kicks, little kicks, little jabs, little body hits. Every so often, I'm gonna land the bigger shot. But he's coaxing Woodley into coming in. Once Woodley lands one of those body kicks in the first round, boom, takedown. He got him on the takedown, and he held him there for a little bit, and then he got up. It wasn't too much, but the thing is, it scared Woodley. Woodley stopped doing stuff like striking. Woodley wasn't going to commit anymore. He wasn't going to strike anymore. He wasn't going to land those big kicks. He wasn't going to go for the body kicks. He was just going to try to land the boxing, his big uh, overhands, because that's where he had the least least danger from being taken down because that's what Shields wanted. Shields wanted him on the floor so he could submit him. He got taken down once. He He didn't want that shit again. Shields wasn't landing anything big. And Woodley was trying to land something, but this guy pitter pattered him a lot, and he just landed like little kicks, little punches, and he used point striking to have this guy try to commit to striking with him, to where he can take him down. If you noticed, all those takedowns were when this guy was—he was trying to make him commit. Woodley got smart to it, and he wasn't—he wasn't committing all the way, and his striking was thrown off. Who wound up? Who wound up winning? Shields. Yep. Now, this one is a five-rounder against Maya, and Maya's lost against Shields. It's funny because Shields has beaten Woodley, Maya, and Robbie Lawler. 
but he's not in the UFC and he's fighting this weekend. How many times? She, Shields only fought Woodley that one time? Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. Man, what the fuck was I talking about then? I was thinking of a different fight then. It well, could have happened earlier in Strike Force. They were in Strike Force together. You might be right. That. You might be right. But this one was at UFC 161. So oh, I, I mean, I think. This would have been the most recent one. I think if it gets to it, usually. Damien Maya is lethal at his game, right? But mm-hmm. I think, can he get Woodley there? Well, Maya's bigger than Shields. The thing is, when Shields fought Maya, you have a jiu-jitsu, with, a jiu-jitsu practitioner with not a wrestling base against a really good jiu-jitsu guy that has a wrestling base. So Shields started off wrestling and eventually learned jiu-jitsu, then started working on the striking later on. And then you have Maya, which is a jiu-jitsu guy, which works on his striking and then started having to incorporate wrestling. Not as much. So... I didn't go back and watch the fight, but Shields won. I'm pretty sure he controlled the fight more. He could, You control the fight more as a wrestler. And it was, right. from what I remember, they just they were on the floor the whole time. People booed him, and it was a boring <laughs> match. Of course. Yeah, and Shields is the wrestler, so I'm pretty sure he controlled. So, wipe that one off. You have style, You have different styles clashing. Now you have a wrestler striker with... Look, I'm not trying to shit on Woodley's jiu-jitsu, but when you compare it to Damian Maya's, oh, it's nothing, nothing. Nothing. That being said, Woodley would knock the shit out of me and choke me out a million times. Damian Maya's the last, like, pure Brazilian jiu Yeah, but guy. it's Damian Maya, dude. So, like, that's why I'm saying, like, there's no way he can go to the floor for uh, Woodley. He has to keep it standing up and try to knock this guy out. He can't wrestle him. And Maya... I wonder if I wonder if he can do it. I know he's gonna use his boxing to try to get in. And he's got to use those. He's got to kick this guy's legs and and bait him into striking with him. And even just the baiting into striking with him, grab him. Any any time it's gonna be Maya trying to grab him, and it might not be takedown attempts, which was what Shields was doing, but it's gonna be takedown attempts. That he wants you to sprawl. Right. So he can scoot. Or so he can get on his butt and scoot his feet under you while you're sprawled and hook your feet and little by little start bringing you in. Right. Start bringing you into his guard, into his half guard. From half guard to full guard. From full guard, I start working a submission, and I start working, and not even there. He he doesn't even work submissions. He's like, you know what? The submissions are there when you try to get out of this shit. I'm working. Well, actually, sorry, he doesn't even get you in his guard. He he gets you in his half guard, and from his half guard, he starts reaching under to sweep you, and he starts working to get under, and and to get under you and to throw you off balance, and then he works to get to get your back. And it's usually that where he gets your back because he's really, really good at, at that game. And, and, and here's the thing. that it's like He doesn't even have to be to the floor either. I saw a couple clips where he's standing, like you said, like somebody threw a couple punches, a couple like a combination, and he was able to latch on. And he mm-hmm. was like on people's backs, right, doing trying to do, you know, like a leg yeah. triangle, right, standing. That's a, that's a possibility. To me, him. a lot of people don't understand or don't see Maya's 
jujitsu game because it's hidden jujitsu. It's what they like calling the hidden jujitsu because you don't see what he's thinking because you can't see it. Maya's like we said earlier, he's taking away your where you planted your hands, but he's already thought of what like he's already thought two steps ahead of that. He's like, all right, if I get him in there, his only line of defense is to get out through here. So if he's going to get out through here, I'm already planning my attack there or I'm already planning my exit there or my better position there. It, it it's beautiful. It's so beautiful the intricacies of jujitsu. And then I, he's he, he's like like you said, not just that he's just a smart fighter too. Yeah. I saw him like he he's learned how to strike just so he can make you engage with him. And and I'm hoping he can incorporate it here. Like Shields did it to a certain extent. He, he's dude. That's and you beat me to it. He's he's learned how to what the term is like play possum, right? Yeah. Like bait you in, right? Or even like go down. Verdum Fedor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> F- uh, Fedor didn't have to keep jumping in there, but he kept doing it. He yeah. just kept jumping he into this guy's guard and got yeah. caught. But, um, dude, Maya, it's invisible jujitsu, dude. It's I'm gonna I'm gonna use my striking to bait you into striking, so I can go for the takedown. And if the takedown doesn't Great work, I'm gonna sit on my butt and I'm gonna scoot under you and I'm gonna hook my leg to where I can sweep you and take your back. It's constant. It's boom, 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 boom. boom. He has the rhythm. It, he already knows what he's going for next. It doesn't stop. And you're thinking of... And the thing is, you're trying to defend it this way. He's already seen it a million times. Yeah. You're trying to get out this way. He's already defended it a million times. He already knows what you're going for. And he knows what you're doing before you know what you're doing. And then when you do it, he's already, he's already advancing position. So it sounds like to me... What it sounds like is you almost got Maya. Sounds like you got Maya. I picked Maya, and I, and I'm. I think I'm gonna stick with Maya. It's not like it's not a hundred percent. Like, oh yeah, it, it's gonna be a good fight. It's gonna be good to see, because here's the thing. So those are my keys of victory for Maya. Work your jujitsu. Work, work, work your jujitsu. The jits. Come in there, kick at his legs. Try to jab him, faint at him, and be like, hey, I'm gaining points on you this round. Look what's going on. And then when he hits you, throw him off your game because you know he, he knows you want to work your jits. So you come in working your striking, and you're, you're getting points on him. So he has to throw a kick at you. And then you're like, okay, that kick's coming. And then you, you start getting the timing. And then you keep kicking him. He throws a body kick. You catch that leg kick, boom, to the floor. Or you attempt to take down, boom. Sprawl again. You get on your butt and you scoot under him, and you start working the jits. Yeah. It's gonna be interesting to see. Get the hooks in. Because Woodley, over the time, has seemed to measure himself as well, even to the point where he's gonna make it boring as fuck if he has to. Everybody starts doing it once they start liking to win. Yeah. Well, once you have the belt, you don't want to lose that. That shit. You make a lot of money when you get that belt. But it's going to be interesting as fuck, dude. Because. This is the co-main event. Yeah, this is the co-main event. We know what Maya wants to do. And. And if he can do it, he's, he's yeah. going gonna, gonna, like, to follow through. To me, it's, a, it's how long can Woodley keep away from this guy. Because, And if he can land the shot. Is he going to pressure him forward, like, right away? Is he going to 
Is he going to do what he did to Robbie Lawler? And if he does that, does this guy just shoot the double leg and get him down to the floor? Because he wants commitment. Yeah. And is Woodley so sure he's going to get the kill right away? Dude, I I, I think I still have. I he's a three-rounder, right? Yeah. Silva didn't knock him out, and he avoided the the grappling. So many people avoid this guy's grappling unless they're high-level grapplers as well. And I'm not saying Woodley isn't, but he's like he's one-dimensional in the one-dimensional in the wrestling department or in the grappling department, yeah. where you have Maya is a submission machine, your wrist, your a jujitsu machine, a sweeping machine. So you're not wrestling him. And is he going to knock him out? That's going to be interesting to see. Why Why? Why isn't there as much? Is that just like, so are there like, so here's it. In soccer, every couple of years you start to see like technical or like tactical like trends, right? So like certain coaches will start playing the certain way because other coaches are playing or because it's working for other teams, right? Uh, I feel like jujitsu isn't as utilized as as it used to be, right? Or am I wrong? Or like Damian Maya is one of these few guys who still like effectively is able to use that. I mean, there's guys like you said with good jujitsu, right? But like, no, you're right. There's there's fewer and fewer. It, it seems that more and more guys have moved away from the jujitsu purist and. It's still there. It's just that it starts off standing. So you gotta get to. So you have to get it to the ground, and and some guys are are confident and they want to get the big spectacular knockouts. So necessarily they're not going to the ground unless they have to. And um, Maya uses the basics, dude. He he, like I said, he works. Boom, boom, boom. Boom. Fundamentally boom. and technically sound. Yeah. He he's playing the scales as like in music or something. He cuz people know what what's coming next. Like he know they know his sweeps. It's going through the they know how he's coming. Yeah. And like the the defense might be different, but like I said, he's seen those defenses a bunch of times. He's done this so many times and he's done this against 185ers. So and Woodley's too. not a, a huge 170 pounder. No. He's strong, but... He's lean. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see. And he has fought bigger guys. He did go up a division. He has fought bigger guys. Yeah. It's going to be good. It's, it's going to be a great one. Uh, and then but the, not as great as the main event. Yeah, the main event. The rematch we've all been waiting for. Daniel Cormier versus John Jones. This one was canceled, I think, two times before. Yep, One time for DC for a knee injury, if I'm not mistaken. Two years in the making. And John Jones tested positive for a banned substance at UFC 200, which would have been epic to have them fight there. But nonetheless, we have them here at 215. And uh, I rewatched this one. It was a good fight. You and I saw a couple it, of breakdowns. It's a lot closer than people recall or give, uh, give credit for. Yeah. It wasn't like a... a and I told people victory. this. Even because, you know, I made the pick of DC and then people afterwards like, ah, you were wrong. 
wrong. I'm like, look, it was a lot closer than you guys think. I know he did lose. It was four to one, but those rounds were a little bit closer than than what you guys think. I think ultimately it came down to Daniel Cormier not being able to to wrestle this guy like he's so. Yeah, and I don't think he should have tried to do that. I think he should have tried to dirty box Jones because Jones was going to try to work the distance, try to land clean strikes, try to land strong kicks. Because, like you pointed out too. Is at his most effective in this fight, Cormier won the second round when he did do, when he did work his boxing. He was on the inside, yeah. holding John's head, and uppercutting him in the face, working combos, getting some hooks in, pressuring Jones. Not because Jones was getting off anyway, trying to stifle this guy's forward pressure with kicks. Trying to get, and DC was trying to get through those kicks, and then once they would get into grappling, I think DC was getting the better of the of the exchanges when they were uppercutting and, and trading shots. Jones was starting to land some elbows, though, in the later rounds, but DC still did look strong. Jones didn't look stifled, though, with any of the striking, but it was points. He was winning by points in that second round. I thought DC picked up the second round. I thought Jones, I thought Jones picked up all the other rounds. The first round, very, very uh, close. Well, not, not that close just because of the takedown. Other than that, it would have been super close. Right. But Jones got a takedown off of a kick, off an attempted kick by uh, DC. He caught it and uh, took him down. And then I think they got up. They weren't on the floor too long. Another thing I noticed, too, was the the fight was really, really fast-paced. Yeah, they didn't stop. The action was nonstop. Yeah. How much of that, did, how much of that played a role into DC not being as effective as he would have liked? Um, he, didn't look, he didn't look that tired. But it, it could have taken away from his power. Because who knows? He could have just been playing it off. But he did get taken down in the later rounds with relative ease. So. But like I said, I gave the first round to Jones because of the takedown off of the kick. Second round, I gave it to DC because of the forward pressure and the clinch work. The, the Almost the whole fight was forward pressure by DC. DC was forward, forward pressure, and Jones trying to find his distance and pretty much finding his distance, landing his kicks, getting out of there, landing the one-twos, and getting in the grappling exchanges with this guy as well, and holding his own. Losing some of them, but holding his own. And then the third round, Jones started taking over a little bit more, and then the fourth round, he landed the takedowns that ultimately... One in the fight. Yeah, Yeah, the seal the deal. And then the fifth round was more the same of the fourth round. So, it was a lot closer. It wasn't a total destruction. I've been excited to see it. And um, I hope DC wins. But I I got Jones as my pick just because he is a destroyer. I would be upset either way it goes. I think both guys are deserving, right? But... um, I think I, I just have a few, I think, minor question marks on John Jones, right? Because at this point, it's been over a year since he last fought, right? Against all the same fruit? Yeah. Let me check real quick. The, the last date on that. Well, yeah, because he got suspended, right? So it has to have been a little bit ago. It's the same question I'm going to have for GSP later this year. I mean, and, and you've trained and... How much does an extended like layaway, you know, or not being April two thousand sixteen? 
So yeah. yeah. How much does that factor into into ring rust? <laughs> the thing is, was Jones holding back against Oven St. Prude, or was that the Jones off of ring rust? And if that's the Jones, that's going to come back after another year layoff. I think it was a little of both. Ring rust. It's going to be tough back. for it's going to be tough for Jones if he comes back like that, because DC's look good. I know he, the Anderson Silva one was a. But he he held him down and he got paid. It was off of like a day notice because Jones got yeah. off the card. So go ahead and criticize him. He won. Silva couldn't stop him from yeah. taking, taking him down. So He was physically imposing. Yeah, so it's been a year. John Jones looks in, I mean, also though, I mean, in amazing physical shape. Yeah. Um, he's, always, he's obviously got the in ridiculous reach advantage. Is he's bigger, right, or like longer? Again, that's why DC needs to work that clinch and work those uppercuts and work those hooks. And apparently, like I mean, there has been whispers, like you said, of him holding back. Mm-hmm. And but like part of that was because he doesn't want he doesn't want his show his cards, right? Yeah. Apparently, he's been really working on his jujitsu too. Jones, yeah, Jones has been working on jujitsu for a while now. He's been doing uh. The I forget what the, the tournament's called. I don't think it's the on it ones. It might be the on it ones, but there's uh, the other ones. Damn, I forgot the name. He did he he did one in the in the meantime. No, it's not Abu Dhabi. That's the professional one. It's the the Gracie one. Metamorphs. Did he do Metamorphs or on it? I don't know which one he it was. He definitely participated in it. But he definitely participated in those against Dan Henderson. It was on it. No, it was submission on the ground. For Chael Sonnen's league, that's what it was. Yeah, that's what he did. He beat he beat Dan Anderson in the grappling match. I mean, I'm excited to see how John Jones comes at him. Yeah, because I feel like you're right. I feel like I know what I'm going to see from from DC. Dude, what we're going to see forward DC? pressure, and we're going to see yeah. mixture of combos and kicks, and trying to get him and trying to take him down. I think he veered away from that and tried to strike with Jones a lot more. I think he, he can mix it up a lot more. Just to get Jones off of his game, he, if he can put Jones on the on the defensive the whole time, it's gonna it'll be interesting to see. Um, keys to victory for me, for DC. Clinch him, clinch him, and land these uppercuts, land these hooks on the inside, and just pressure, pressure, pressure. Get him against the cage and avoid him taking you down. Because Jones can't land those shots if he's pressuring him the whole time. He'll start landing elbows and shit like that. So he's got to find the way to avoid those elbows as well. Spinning maybe go kicks. for takedowns. As, maybe put Jones on his back. Maybe he's been working that. Maybe he's working his wrestling more to keep Jones there. Um, Yeah, those are my keys to victory for DC. Get Is him close. Work inside. Or take him down. There's also like a... A borderline, almost like WWE type, like storyline slash like animosity to it. Yeah, these guys really, really don't like each other. Yep, mm-hmm. they they really hate each other, and like all the the trash talk, and you you could just feel the animosity, and and I feel like that factors into it a lot, right? The what's who's the one loss on DC's record? Jones, <laughs> Jones, right? And Jones is obviously really pissed and peeved because 
he didn't lose this belt that DC has. Yeah. It was taken from him. He stripped. So, I, I mean, there's that whole competitive mental edge to it, too. It's it's sto- storyline, you can say, right? Mm-hmm. It's got the whole storyline drama behind it. Yeah. And then, like you said, too, this is DC is 38 years old. There's a lot of question marks for him after this, right? Because, obviously, um, if he loses, right, or wins, there's a rematch, right? Yeah. If, if, Jones, if, uh, if Jones wins, I don't think there's a rematch. If DC wins, there's a rematch. Yeah. And I think DC will give it the to him, even though he's champion. It'll be interesting to see what happens there. It, it's funny. So, my keys to victory for Jones are kind of similar to DC. Um except he has to establish his range and you use his unorthodox striking use his wildness to to beat him use the combos use kicks to keep him away and dc needs to come on the inside and use his uppercuts and 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 hooks to stop him because he's not going to beat him from the outside and he's not going to land jabs and and shit from the outside that's he if he if he stays on the outside, Jones is going to pick him apart. He needs to, like I said, he needs to work him and mix in some takedowns. Not even necessarily to keep him there. Mix in some takedowns, land some shots, and let him get up. And even while he's getting up, too, like if you let him get up, catch him off guard there, too. Boom, go for a second takedown. Or go for some strikes while he's getting up or trying to recover. But don't let Jones get comfortable. Don't let him get on the outside, and don't let him start landing his wild shit. Those are those are my keys to victory for each one of them. How, and and how do you you see it playing out? Like the first fight, I think Jones wins. Yeah, I hope DC wins. I want to see a third one, but I think Jones wins. Who do you got? <sighs> yeah, I think. I mean, no, I I have I have John Jones as well. I'm picking yeah. John Jones. Um, them though, like to me that I think that that was the only real question mark, because again I'm not a fighter, <laughs> but I'm thinking a year out, you know, as it, you said, DC is looking. If if he's got one really good thing going for him, it's not just momentum, but you said he's looking some of the best he's ever looked in his in his career. So yeah, uh, John Jones is is definitely gonna fight like an improved version of the DC he fought two years ago. Three years ago, almost. All right, so we're doing what? Are we doing this one too? One, two, three, four, five. Wait, one. I'm down to start at Manuel, but even yeah, I- we could start at uh, Manuel's Demir. So I guess I'll have to give a pick and I'll update the picture. Um, I think Manuel wins this one. I think uh, Lawler takes it. I think Cyborg wins. I think Maya wins, and I got Jones. So I got Jones, Maya, Cyborg. Lawler and Manoa for the fight club that we're going to do. I've got everything the same except I'm going with the champ Woodley. You're going with Woodley? Yeah. His, All right. his punches and his, yeah, that, and his that, kicks. That's going to be an interesting fight to see. Yeah. Um. Are you guys playing anywhere? Anytime? Re- no, not that I'm aware of. We're playing Pilsen Fest in the next month. All right, cool. In the Pilsen neighborhood of Chicago. Uh, the schedule isn't finalized, so I'm not sure what date, but it's the weekend of August 18th, 19th, and the 20th. Um, so look out for that. All right. Check out the rewrites, and uh, 
check out yourself a favor and pay for this freaking fight. Yeah, uh, check out Full Heel Podcast. Um, I just dropped a podcast, The Mania for Battleground. I had my uh, friend With Monsoon Mendes back in the studio. The original co-host of the show. Yeah, the original co-host. And uh, just uh, drop some likes, uh, share this, and subscribe. And uh, thanks to all the listeners. Love you guys. This is Donkey Tron. Thanks a bunch, Frankie. I'll see you guys next time. Peace out. Watch the fight.